Surya Namaskar, Namaste. Boom shakalaka. That's my new introduction. How do you like that one, brother? Love that one. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you know what Surya Namaskar means? Yeah, it's sun salutations. I was actually doing some today. Oh, um, yeah. Wow. I did a, a beautiful sun salutation this morning at about 10, 10.30. Got up nice and easy. Had a bit to eat first. And then, uh, yeah, went outside and did some yoga with uh, my lovely lady. <laughs> Mad props, brother. Mm. Yeah, I know I'm speaking to a real yogi when they, they know Surya Namaskar and Sanskrit <laughs> and all the uh, asanas and whatnot. Ladies and gentlemen, you were looking at Tommy Kay. It's not just a pretty face. He's a he's a yogi. He's an actor. He's a lawyer, and he's just a downright awesome human being. That's why he's on the Chocolate Nubian Soul Brothers podcast. That's what no. I call myself, by the way, the Chocolate oh. Nubian Soul Brother. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, let's get this show on the road. It's taken. We're supposed to start at seven thirty, but <laughs> you, being the fashionably late artist you are, took another hour. And oh, then well, and me then there being was sound problems. You just, yeah, I then think me, I was, I was just, just about to back. say. Yeah, yeah, then me being like Mister Fix It. <laughs> Nothing ever works, you know. Murphy's Law kind of person. It's been another half hour, but ladies and gentlemen, trust we'll me. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. It Murphy's is worth Law. the wait. It is worth the wait. We have got ourselves a juicy podcast. Welcome to the Chris Shule Journey podcast, the most conscious podcast in the multiverse, where we talk about weird science and freaking magic. We talk about society, spirituality, metaphysics, and everything that's going on in this Euclidean meat space. Today... We got Tommy K. I'm going to let him talk a little you bit about You got notes? Himself. What do you got notes about me? Man, I've known you for t- over 10 years. Fuck these notes. You know what? Fuck the notes. <laughs> I like to think magic in real time. I don't no, need we'll, no notes. We'll get to the notes. <laughs> we'll get to the notes. It'll be interesting to see what um, you've actually Yeah, well, just, just, just initially, though, I just want to let everyone know, if you guys want to check out the podcast, I'm on Spotify, I'm on iTunes, I have a Patreon, you can support me. Got a lonely Patreon at the moment. Also, I would appreciate it if you guys can give us a review. Helps us out a lot on the iTunes. And also, big announcement, the Chocolate Soul Man, Chris Yule. I have a single out. Ooh. And I'm very excited about this. This is the first single I've released in a long time where I produced it. I had some uh, assistance through the uh, the amazing artificial intelligent technology that we got in our, in our meat space reality right now. It is, it is amazing the kind of stuff you can do right Jim now. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, check it out. It's called Success is a Sweet Revenge. But um, without further ado, I want to introduce you to Tommy K. Tommy, my brother, do you, do you want to tell us a little about about what what the hell is this thing, brother? <laughs> That's a, a neti pot. It's like a have a smell. It's really nice. Oh, I love it. It's from Thailand, like a herbal infuser, uh, in, infuser, and uh, inhaler. We're gonna take five seconds for a little advertisement break. This is a <laughs> herbal inhaler from. It's got some Indian funny writing on it, so I can't really yeah, do a proper Thai, advertisement. I think it's Thai. Thai, but, but yeah, yeah sorry, um, sorry, my Thailandese people that for mixing up with um, Indians, you know. All right, but uh, as I was saying, um, Tommy, you are an interesting brother. I mean, just look at you, brother. You're dressed up like some psychedelic, um, um, you know, soul journeying mystic from a different dimension yeah it's like that's what i'm wearing to the costume party of life yeah (laughs) oh speaking of which we we got ourselves a concert i am performing at uh tommy's event on is it saturday next sunday Sunday. next sunday so i'm very excited if you see this in time be sure to check that out in fact this i'll I'll have this up in a couple of nights i'm a fast worker so ladies and gentlemen be sure to come down the details will be on this video but um before I interrupt you again, tell us about yourself, my beautiful Yeah, well, friend. let's talk about that event first. So, okay. what's happening is, so this is a good example of what where I'm at, right? So, um, let me tell you how it came about. So, there was uh, there's this girl that we know that does um, costumes at our parties because we, we run events, right? We run, I've got a crew of DJs and I am not a DJ, but I'm in the crew, if that makes sense, right? So, I've got this crew and we 
run events. We've run a few. We've run really successful ones. They're usually free events. We do them uh, for the community. And uh, it just brings everyone together. We have beautiful after parties and the, and the lead up is great for all of us. And we, you know, it's just such community, you know, new Absolutely. people getting, there's three, then there was five of us, then there's 10 of us. And now it's split off into two and, it, you know, it's all good, but it's all love and, you know, everyone's got their place. Um, anyway, one of the ladies that we got to be a costume girl, right? So, she does, um, at the party, you can go up to her and you can find a nice jacket you want to wear or some sunglasses and, you know, it's really cool. It's a nice little add-on we do. And, um... So at these, at, um, in the process, become friends with this girl, and then I'm out with my mate who's a, um, a guitarist and also now a DJ, <laughs> not in the crew, but just a separate brother um, that I used to um, sort of like I, I would handle the talent at like the Albion clubs like that. And so when the, when the talent would come on a Sunday, I'd deal with them. You have to need drink cards if they whatever. I met, met Lewis, so now this is another thing. You know, it's just who I am, right? So then Lewis and I'm out watching his uh, guitar gig because he's amazing. He's, he does covers, but he's just and he's in a band, but when he does his covers, it's like you don't ever know what the song's going to be. You know, he's so good at covers. You'd love him. Like, yeah, I've tried to have him at our events that we've done, but he's busy, you know. Um, but we'll catch him. Don't worry. Anyway, so I, see, so I see on his phone a story and the story circle on Instagram is Ezzy, the, the disco girl, the, the, the costume girl. And I was like, bro, how do you know Izzy, you know? And so we're talking, she used to hire me for, for gigs and stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, she does events as well. So then I'm talking to Izzy. We're having dinner a few nights later with her and a friend and whatever. And, and, and I said to her, I go, how the fuck do you know Lewis? Like, you know, he's so, what an amazing man and blah, blah, blah. And, Six um, degrees. Yeah. And she, and then she said, she's like, oh yeah, I, I used to book him and whatever. She goes, actually, is he, do you reckon he'd be free? I'm doing an event at Killing Time on Sunday and I want to do upstairs of it as performances, live music performances and downstairs DJing. So I was like, yeah, I, I don't know. Let's see. Let's get him or whatever. And she's like, do you want to be a part of I go, that's what I do. Like I do, I run concerts and things. So let's do it there. Anyway, it's turned out that we're not using the upstairs. We're just doing three till five. Uh, during the day that's our concert like me you a couple of other musicians you know apart from yourself and again not a musician but in a crew like i'll be so it's like tommy and friends and i'll be doing like poetry i'll be just hosting the night introducing you guys and like you know you guys will have your two hours up there and then from five onwards it's djs awesome you mean like we're we're all together we're, we're it's gonna be two hours man because uh yeah and the last time we did this freaking amazing show bro but you know what us artists are like we had we had these time slots, right? We we're supposed to do like five, yeah. ten minutes, but we had people just going on for like an hour. Yeah, I know. No, and that that was crazy, man. I'm like, no, that, that I know who you're referring to. He's not. He won't, he's not at this one. So, bro, I love your that. friends, though. You have got the most interesting. Um, I do. Five I friends, do. you know, I like do. there's. They're very memorable. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I like to think of myself as memorable. You either hate me or like me, you know, but people rarely forget me, right? Mm-hmm. All your friends are much like that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's <laughs> right. That's why you're my friend, you know yeah, what I mean? That's the thing. I, mean- <laughs> I, I, I can trust that if I put five or six or, you know, or 30 or 100 of my friends in the same room, yeah. then they then I can trust that all's going to be good and they're all going to be awesome together, you know? That's that's the tried and tested Tommy K, like, level of friendship, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, there's going to be some explosion or other because they're, they're very interesting personalities, this- Yes, yes. But I, I love your friends, man. Um, but yeah, so we, we, got a, we got ourselves another conscious concert. Yeah, that's right. Looking We've had a few. We had Cosmic Concert. I had Tommy and Friends before that. And now, and now this is the third one. This is called Under the Disco Moon. Um, and so, yeah, we just... So, that's one side of things. I also teach yoga. And um, I 
help with like membership inquiries and you know converting member uh, trial passes to members and things like that at one place also do like innovation in terms of like um what workshops to put on i put on my poetry workshops and things at uh, a place in abbotsford so there's like you know, I mean, first, I'll, I'll, tell, I'll say them. Summer Healing is in Brunswick and the open space in Abbotsford. Sure. Uh, beautiful studios, beautiful um, owners and, and community around it. Um, so, they're my two. And also Pilates Republic, I teach at um, there. Kingsbury and Ivanhoe as a residency, I teach yin, which is like the slow yoga. Um, wow. And I cover other classes there at all these places whenever, you know, as and when. Bro, you got the perfect job. I heard a mm. while ago um, on TikTok, I think it was, some guys saying that the... You know, forget Tinder. The best place to meet women is to go to a yoga class or a Pilates class. Nah, and I was just, you're, you're uh, no. immersed in this world Come where you're... Con- nah. <laughs> I know, I know. But I'm I know, just thinking, because you, you do yoga, Pilates, nah, yeah. and then you host concerts. You're like... It's, look, that's you know, true, but that's it's a bad cliche. I know it's, I know it's not about that. No, nah, because it, it does bleed into, and I've seen, and we've seen like males with a bit of a a thing about being able to do that and have that space. You know, that's mm. why I sort of said, oh, come on. But I know you're not saying it, but like, it's it's... Yeah, I actually heard someone say the other day about Tinder and all this. He's this German guy. He's just got here and he wants to like meet people and he's a bit looks a bit shy and whatever. And I was like, no, bro, you don't like. It's, I've, I've never used that kind of stuff. It's not about that. You go out and you meet people, you know. And uh, yeah. the others are saying, oh, nah, it's these days. You know, no one talks to each other on the train. I'm like, when did people talk to each other on the train? Just get over it. Just get out there and yeah. talk to people. You don't have to talk to whoever's on the train with you. But you can meet community. And I just have that in droves. Like I go to a party and I hug a hundred people. Yeah. And I remember 50 of them. And the other 50, I don't remember them. They don't might not remember me. We might realize we've never met. Maybe we did the same thing three weeks ago at another party. But it's just love. And it's just so much connection going on. And I was just when other people say like they're lonely, or they're, it's like, wow, I, I need time away from all this sometimes because I'm so connected to everyone. That's know? definitely the word uh, that comes to mind when I think of you, man. You are Mr. Connect. You know, I, yeah. I've known I you. I connect people that need things. Sometimes I'm at a party, yeah. bro, and I'll just like go around and I'm sober like at this party and I'm just there partying and, you know, I might cut up an apple and serve it around or, you know, have some cereal and if anyone wants some, I'll get them a bowl. Right, but other times it might just be like, "Hey, is there anything you need right now?" And they're like, "Oh, we're looking for ketamine." Or I'm like, "All right, sweet. Well, yeah, actually, let me know." And I go and ask someone, like, "Hey, excuse me, you uh, just I got to someone that's after ketamine." Yeah. You know, I heard that someone had never had acid before at the party on Saturday night, and I made made it my mission to get him a tab of acid, and I got him one, and he had it, and he was, you know. Yeah, you're the guy. A lot of people, <laughs> when they first meet me, they think I'm that guy, but I'm not. You're that guy. It's like I get constantly approached on the streets by people asking me for things I don't even know what what they are like yeah. you know liquid g or you know oh, gunger or this or that because i usually have my my braids on right and you know people think i'm a rastafari and they're like yo man can you get me some yeah, you, can you get me some gunger? and i'm like bro i i don't i don't smoke and let me oh, let me let me get get in touch with tommy you know yeah <laughs> um but bro th- oh, there's something i really wanted to bring up but i just realized we're halfway through your introduction you're so uh, many yeah, things you're okay just, but basically uh, yeah. you're mr connect yeah and you are an artist i'm an art i'm a spoken word yeah so that's the other side is my my own performance of spoken word sure. um, poetry which i do you know sometimes at open mics as a 10 minute spot sometimes i'll do them like i had a spot at cosmic concert so that was me for you know 15 20 minutes i've done a night of my own which was just you know like there was there was littering of other people around but it was predominantly me so i've performed that way and what about the acting 
the acting's same these days in the past yeah i haven't done that haven't done a show um in a while because that's how i initially know you and you you, yeah. you definitely have this i mean it's not like a good or bad thing but well, yeah i call it meta- metamorphosis in terms of you moving into the more conscious side of things since i, I yeah you. i mean you definitely look, weren't the yogi guy when i first met you no the thing is like, the, uh, now it's socialite. like, like you know, what's we, that we go with feathers and we've got feathers and we've got you know um hair what are they called braids things in my hair and yeah, just man. it's just like this this Crazy. piercings everywhere and it's just like this um almost like dennis rodman yeah when he just A like version of russell became, you know <laughs> yeah kind of kind of kind of <laughs> but i feel like it's all just like it doesn't sort of as much as it looks like appearance is it matters it's so it changes so often like that if you haven't seen me for a few months you just you can't believe it's me again you know like and and it's like wow you just look so different what like what's going to be next and it, you know if i show you my instagram and you see like even six months ago or 10 months ago eight months ago, you know like 18 months ago the different versions going backwards it's yeah. just hectic it's it's interesting you know people people are constantly changing and i i find the people that are doing that the most interesting they're always going through because well, you're evolving yeah but as much as we're doing that like at the core, we are who we are. Like I still. That's right. It's yes, like of if I, if I didn't have any, you know, if I if I was blind and I was in the room, I could feel your presence, man. It's like yeah, that's Tommy. He's got that vibe. <laughs> yeah, this is Tommy. Yeah, granted, you you got all the all of these, you know, like, uh, still extra me, things yeah. on you. But um, bro, one of one of the things you brought up that I really wanted to get into, right? Yeah. Is you find it so easy to connect with people because you have constantly been this guy that has a big network. You live in a big big world. And I would say that over the last, definitely the last few years, um, particularly over the last two to three years, we moved into the world where people are disconnected, as connected as we are through technology, right, which is my thing. People, at least for a long while here and around the world, weren't able to go out, interact with people. And I think a lot of people have become accustomed to not seeing someone face to face. We're either on Tinder. You go on a train, right? Bro, you mentioned this just yeah, a but, ago. Everyone's on their phone. Yeah, but bro, like, to how- be honest, I, uh, I connect with people through social media as well. Like, that's a beautiful way. To, that's how I connect with people. Because the other thing I do, I haven't mentioned, is wake up at the beach. It's this thing on the beach on Tuesdays and Saturday mornings, okay. 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. I do yoga there. We do breath. We go for a swim. We go for a run or something. Sing and dance. Put on a song and shake out from the cold. You know? And then we have a bit of a chat. The other day, someone brought cacao. We all had that. Like, it's just... Sure. Right? So, there's that going on, too. And these are the kind of things where you say, like, social media. If I didn't have social media, I couldn't put that on. Right? Sure. So I use it the way it's like I don't get into the it's like why would I subscribe to social media is this or is that social media is what I need it to be when I need it to be at something. You know what I mean? And I like do. so the same way I am what I need to be at any moment. I, <laughs> I, I, I get what you're saying. I think you have it in balance. I think the, what I was alluding to is that there are some people that have become so caught up in the social media that it's made them no, disconnected. what they've done is they've been caught up in playing games and watching movies and things on social media and like okay. and watching what the, the newest skit of that is or like the LeBron James highlights or whatever it is. That's mm-hmm. the disconnect. And maybe they send that to five of their friends, right? But they're not chatting. They're not, you know what I mean? Like there's no more connection going on than that. Sure. So, it's like you, you go out and you see that person. Well, for me, I see that person – and we chat, and sure. and then the, the we don't even need to send things because I'm not re- I'm not watching those things to send them to them. It's a different form of conversation going on. Sure, it's hugs and it's out there in community and helping them and like someone saying, inviting them to a meditation thing. They can't make it, so you say, oh, they go, oh, I'm moving house the day before and da da da. I'm like, oh, I'll help you, and then so you go and help them, 
or like your friends coming home from a trip and you're like, oh, what time do I need to be at the airport? You know, I'm in community. I'm in, I'm part of the community. Absolutely. You see what I, I, I mean? Think, I do like, see what so you mean. I just, it, it's a worry when there's people that, that are so, they, they don't think that's available to them. Okay. That's the problem. That's what they're doing. And it's just like, it feeds on itself. Like everyone's doing their own thing and no one's around anymore and no one goes dinners anymore. Bullshit. I'm out way too much. I never get a chance to be on my own because of that, you know? Yeah. It's the total opposite of everyone else's reality. I think a lot of it just comes down to how you use it, you know? And it, like like using drugs, right? There's some people that overuse it and it become they become dependent on it, consumes their life, they don't have yeah. time for anything else, right? But mm-hmm. if using and balancing, it doesn't uh, take away from from you doing all the other things you need to do. Like, for instance, my comparison here is like actually going out meeting people in person because there are some people that get so caught up with technology that they um some sometimes they they get awkward even communicating with people because they've spent so much of their time they get social anxiety social yeah social anxiety so i guess yeah. that's what i was alluding to but you seem to have that i had social anxiety and this is probably why i'm talking about it that way because okay. it's like i know what it's like to feel like that right? i was off social media actually for like two or three years just on like facebook messenger you know to keep in touch with people but i know what that side of it is the loneliness and the despair and thinking that the world's fucked and that you just you know like you know you don't really know your place in it because i went through huge depression after i kicked like the hard drugs you know once i once i really kicked the hard drugs i um it took years to get my serotonin and, and dopamine levels back to a proper level and so i was just a shit to live around to be around you know especially that's, for myself that's crazy man because i i if you don't mind me mentioning, like the last two, three years, I mean, I think that's been quite a storm for a lot of us. And I think you mentioned a while back. I made it what it was, man. That, yeah. that storm showed me how much inner freedom I had. Like, seriously, the, the second COVID lockdown is when I did my yoga teacher training. When I started finding about the body, I went to the protest. I found like my voice. I did like all these things. Yeah, I was, I was on the Spring Street steps. Freedom. Like I stayed there for three weeks and I was like, but I was, but see, the thing is, I wasn't that big on the COVID shit. I didn't give a fuck. I was raising the vibe. I was putting DJ, I was there organizing gigs and raising the vibe and dancing around and everyone was tripping out like, oh my God, we're having parties here. I'm like, yeah, of course we are. I'm here. What are we going to do? What else are we going to do? I'm you were one of those brothers in St. Kilda, it. right, partying it up? You know, are you kidding? Yeah. We were, we, you know, and it, how did that start? Not from me, like, saying, I need to go and make parties there. We're there, and there's a DJ, and I'm talking shit with him, and we become mates, and then he's like, what do you reckon we do another? I'm like, yeah, let's bring your speakers, bring your, he's like, oh, if only I had this or da-da-da with me. I'm like, bring that tomorrow night, what are you talking about? You know, and then we had a party, and then someone other DJ's like, hey, do you reckon I could play after them or this and that? I'm like, 100%. And then we got an actual DJ that was, like, gigging through, even, like, he wasn't gigging because of lockdown. Yeah. He was there, and we had to pay him to be there. But he didn't, you know, it wasn't, he didn't take money. But it's just like, he, he, that was like, if you wanted him, you'd have to pay him. And so, but he was like, nah, we're doing this for lockdown. It, it, we made it a whole charity sort of event. It's hectic, bro. It was hectic. For a lot of the overseas viewers that don't know, where he's on one side broadcasted by the mainstream media, you know, Melbourne was in lockdowns and everyone couldn't go out and whatnot. There was this That wasn't vibe, my reality though. Yeah, yeah, there was this vibe going on, particularly in St. Kilda where people yeah, the drama were circles. coming out and- having fun partying every day, just ignoring all of the yeah. the rules and restrictions, right? Because quite frankly, they're unlawful. Well, the, the protests actually built enough of my community mm-hmm. to have these parties. Like they were already having them. Like there was a lot of underground parties going on through lockdown, right? But then once the protests came through, that it built, it got so much bigger because then it was people that were just like-minded, you know? It was another aspect of the like-minded and it built the community stronger. 
Absolutely, <laughs> man. I I made some really close friends during that period. Um, I found mm. I I felt, and I'd like to get your experience on this. I felt because what was going on was was such a a uh, tumultuous topic, I love using big words like that, mm. that um, it really polarized people. And I found the people that I really vibe with, yeah. I really vibe with. And as a result, the people that were on the same wavelength as me, they're like, yeah, man, I'm not down with this whole kind of thing. We, we formed very strong friendships yeah. and so forth. And then there were others that were like, uh, and there was a lot of stuff going on around that time. I mean, outside of COVID, we had the whole George Floyd thing, a lot of political issues. Yeah, it was all, and it's all, come on, it's all staged shit. Like, that's all, yeah, I, not staged in the sense that that didn't, that happened, right? But the way they, like they do it, I mean, and it could have been literally a planted incident, right? We don't know these things. Yeah. Right? Speaking my language, brother. But, um, but like, to be honest, like I can't feed into any of those things, right? I, so, I, I didn't get to feed in those things because in my head, I can't, I can't, if I don't know it to be true, Okay, this is the thing. I, I'm constantly living my truth that I feel on the inside. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't weigh up to that, then I can't subscribe to it, right? So, I can't tell you what happened with COVID. I can't tell you what happened with BLM, right? I don't know if it was staged, if it wasn't. I can't prove it to you either way. So, I just stay out of it. It doesn't bother me. It's like it doesn't, again, it's not truth. So, I can't, you see? that That's fair enough. Um and the word staged is so loaded. I mean, what what, what do we mean by to that? To what level you know? and but, to yeah, what extent? Yeah, absolutely. But, um, is it staged because it was a system of, of staging and, and, you know, like, it's like Eminem. Did, was Eminem a plant or was Eminem just a product of the environment that they had planted so many other things and then out was born, a, you know, the devil with the horns. Like, he's doing the thing. He's right in front of us doing it. Rap devil and rap, you know, he's part of the, the thing with Killshot and uh, with Machine Gun Kelly and he did rap devil. Come on, as if they're not furthering satanic shit yeah sure i, I love eminem he's my i'm his biggest fan right i'm just but i'm just saying i was wondering i was like is he a plant or is it just like people are just like this now so they didn't even have to keep conspiring shit they're just like there you go now you're a cesspool sure you know what i mean so um yeah so i i guess with your whole experience with the whole lockdowns you pretty much stayed out of the politics um yeah were able to eat, did, <laughs> Did I you? just got around. I, I got around where I needed to. I had a few workers' permits and things if I was going to get caught, but no one ever pulled me over. And so, I just went anywhere I felt like going at any time. That was my approach. I mean, granted, I, I tried to evade the, uh, the the policeman and would only go out at night, you know, and, and try not to smile. No, I went out at any time. For, for a few months of the lockdown, I was living in my van. So, I was like, what's my five kilometers? Like, yeah. fucking, what are you going to say to me? Yeah, I, I did become very kind of um, vigilant, though, just in my attitude of not wanting to... Uh, acquiesce to any of this shit because I mean yeah. f- forget all whether or not you believe what was going on was legit and whatnot. like just in terms of my, my rights my kind of stuff that, my, yeah. that attitude like I wasn't happy about you know the government trying to uh, tell me where I could go and whatnot. so my whole attitude was look you can do what you want but I'm going to live my life but it just got to the point where I mean I, I want to talk about this because whereas yeah. you kind of moved away from the acting right that side of things which is some something that I think is relevant to at least me and some people now in terms of trying to get into that industry now, it's very difficult unless, of course, you're the kind of person that acquiesces to all the, sure, ma- all the shit. Course. You know what I'm saying, right? Right. So, so, that, so what do you do? So, yeah, you go so, to, like, so, you go into community and sort of things that aren't mainstream and you perform at them. Right? That's true. And you make a, make a play and you just invite your people to it and rehearse it, you know, and, and perform it. Yeah. Charge 20 bucks a ticket. You're still, you know, you don't have to do a whole season of it at the Mechanics Institute in Brunswick just because you, you know, because to get in, you've got to be fucking vaxxed and da-da-da, right? Yeah. So, you don't, you don't play in that world anymore. I don't play in that world anymore. I still mm. go into it, but I'm, I don't wear shoes. I'm like, you know, every now and again, I've got them in my car 
and I have to put them on. And I feel like now I'm in that world again. Here we go. Yeah. I like your approach. I get the impression worries there are some people that uh, that try to fight the problem, approach it head on. Your attitude is the I'm problem. Just too opti- you, you, there's no problem. I'm, like, I'm, I'm fine, I'm, you know, just... I am yeah. 100% at one with what is going on everywhere in the world at every any moment. There is nothing... Because I'm at one with myself and what I feel for myself, right? So, I don't judge or I, I allow everything that happens within me and to me and whatever. Because there's no difference between what is and what I want to be. I want what is to be the case. Wow. Now we're going deep philosophical. Yeah. This is what we so do on the crystal journey, brother. So I, am, uh, to I be, got some questions for you. I'll let you go, bro. Yeah. Okay. So, what you want, you just said... And what is, is always in alignment. Yes, has to be. It's in 100%. Because everything... or uncon- Like, when, what, what uh, about uh, when you're trying to help Automatically. Her you really it's, want her. It's become automatic. she doesn't want you. Then you, if it didn't like- work, then it's not supposed to happen. If I, you get what you need and you need what you get. And if you don't get it, you didn't need it. And if you, don't need, if you didn't get it, you probably didn't need it. Simple. I get that. I get that. No, you no, know? no, you don't. So, let no. it sit for a while. Okay. You get I'm- what you need. T- I totally... Okay? Yep, I understand. And that. you need what you get. And if you yep. don't get it, you didn't need it. I and if you that. didn't need it, if you don't feel it, you don't feel a need for it, you won't get it. Sure, okay? I I did actually understand that. I'm the, just the, saying yeah, for yeah, a, uh, for a, just to, just sure. to take a sec, you know? Yeah, because the, it's important shit. It is important <clears throat> shit. But here, here's the thing, though, in terms of what you want consciously, right? Not in terms of what is best for yeah. you, yeah. right? My you, best yeah. my best chance of getting it is to stay positive about getting it. Sure, but just in terms of okay, so I'm trying to think of this within the framework of logical conscious thought, right? Yeah. So not philosophy where everything means everything like if you want something right like do you ever want something like do you ever consciously want something yeah of course yeah absolutely of course and when what you want is uh is is not given like is basically there's a force if someone doesn't want to give you what you want don't isn't there misalignment in that no. instant? What happens there is this. Like, so in that instant, so, though, all right, so consciously, I, okay, I want you, you want that. You mean you don't want want it because here we they go. Don't, I want they to don't learn. Want I want to learn guitar. Okay, sure. But really, I don't want to learn guitar because if I wanted to learn guitar, I would have learned guitar. Instead, I want to want to learn guitar. And I'm aware of that. And I can let that go because then I'm like, cool. I just want to want to learn guitar, but I don't really put any effort towards it. So, there's no disappointment. It just is a thing in the world that I do. And it's my father's played and every time I see someone play, I, like, I'm inspired. And, but just not to the level because you know what? I'm lazy. I, I, don't, I don't make time for things like that. If I, I wanted to enough though, sure. I know that I would make the time for it and that do makes, it. That so, that is that sense. kind, perfect ease for me. Do you see? That makes perfect sense. There you go. And you but, can apply that to absolutely everything. There is a want that you think is, it's a perceived want. And if you look further into it, it's a different want. And you can alleviate that one easy because there's no angst in that one. Because the first one was a lie. It was, it was a, a romanticized version. You know what the problem was? There was, I want to learn guitar, but I really don't spend enough time wanting to practice. So really, so then that's the one. This isn't actually a want. Sure. This is just a perceived romantic, oh, if only I could play guitar. Bullshit. You don't practice enough, bro. Just stop Just stop whining. You don't practice enough. So Absolutely. If you really wanted to. If you really wanted to, you practice enough. So, just let it go. Firstly, sure. you're a lazy person, but also, nothing to worry about anymore. Do you see? 
do you do you see there being a distinction between your your higher self and then your conscious? Like you know, in psychology, it's all you, you can merge it all. There's no there's, putting a higher self will pitch you further away from that. Now, not to say that there isn't a higher self, but my higher self and my lower self are in constant alignment and then discussion. And usually, when I sleep, they probably sleep together and and, and connect and and merge because all of me would be in a nice cocoon, wouldn't it? Well, that's, right. does, does my higher self not watch over my lower self while it's sleeping? So they've got such a, fo- a bond. Probably it's sleep. To, it's sung it to bed. Probably some nights. You see, that's my relationship between higher self. It's so. It's like my beautiful g- grandmother that I had when I was a kid. That was like my mother. You know what I mean? Do you see? I do see. So I, everything you can make into that, bro. Like everything. Sure. I I feel as if that's the aspiration. In fact. Um, the, the whole idea of... Start it now. No need for an no, aspiration. But in terms... Okay, so there's this concept, right? Dropping some metaphysical, lyrical, wisdomatic truth bombs right mm-hmm. now, right? There's this concept um, known as the, uh, the, the alchemy of opposites, right? This is, uh, this is the, the alchemical wedding. This yeah, is, but that's not... The, yeah, I mean, is, I mean not... Is, yeah, true, opposites. The, the rel- yeah, so the, the, the idea here is that what you're talking about, right? Like, yeah. Let's say... Um, yin and yang, all right, left brain, right brain. Yeah, just right. go to non-dual. Op- yeah. You go non-dual, non-dual straight absolutely. away. The There's no need of yin and find, yang. No, the, the, the approach, right, is to actually bring them into... Yin is yang, yang and yang is yin. True. Do it that way. But the, the point I'm trying to make is yeah, that I there know. is... Sorry, there is and I'll stop, no, I'll stop. No, 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 I, I like the fact that you... Yeah, yeah, I'm um, just excited by it. Yeah, I yeah, love this chat. This is what I do, you know, I want this to be a philosophical conversation as well. Yeah, go. Get your question out. crazy shit as well. But I was just going to make the point that there's an aspiration where you're trying to reach that state of mind. Like, this is what Zen is. Like, yeah. you're, you're in this state where you are one. But Correct. The, the pursuit is striving to achieve that. Because mm-hmm. as a human being, this is how I feel. There is this element of, you know, like, there's this element of your mind where you 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 think logically and consciously. And sometimes that conflicts with the emotional, intuitive aspect, right? Where you're, like, this this yeah. this is about the, the feminine versus the masculine mind. Like, the concept is one is very logical. It's like... You logically know that something's not a good idea, but intuitively you're like, oh, you feel it emotionally. So yeah. sometimes there is this, you know, the, the river of transcendence, transcendence flows where you think with your heart and you feel with your head. This is the idea of the alchemical wedding. You're trying to merge these different ways of thinking into one, and that's the goal. But to be always there, yeah. uh, that's, I mean, that, that's looking at this in a That's in enlightenment. Level. Being That's, always there is enlightenment, right? Absolutely. But what I'm saying is I've got a liberated mind, which is like on the way. It's like I am in the state of enlightenment a lot of the time, right? That's that's what that's the easiest way to put it. Absolutely. And to me, I look at it as a, like a Jedi mind trick, like by just saying yeah. that you Optimism. are in this state. Correct. Than, it makes yeah, it so. It's, it's makes, it makes it so. It does. Kinda, it does. It, that makes a lot of sense to me, brother. I feel you. I feel you. And it, it I'm just, glad we had this... Uh, conversational jiu-jitsu so, session but that's right because you're saying like the jewel and the and the the, the pursuit of that right because we mm-hmm. assume that that's something that can only happen to us once we've attained to you know gray hairs or something or we come you know become yeah. fathers or we whatever it is like something's going to be the pinnacle thing but i've just like heard it from enough people for, uh, you know youtube and whatever this beautiful lady anna brown that, that speaks about all this kind of stuff and she's just like You've already, you're already aware. You're total awareness. It's just the body's catching up. So, you know, or I've heard things like you're, we're all enlightened beings just choosing in the moment not to be enlightened. Like, you that's know, powerful. and that's probably, I was saying it tonight. I was that's saying- what brought you here, brother, dropping the uh, knowledge like I was, that. I was saying it's like, if we could be enlightened the whole time, wouldn't that, how close is that to when we're in the spirit realm, not being able to experience anything, right? Because yeah. we're so level at that moment. Because trust me, I've become more level with things. Like, things don't- rock my boat as much if anything like they 
they just I enjoy it totally, but it's smoother, right? So if that gets to a point where I'm totally enlightened and nothing even can get me angry anymore because I can just solve it in a second, mm. maybe that'll be boring. Maybe that's why once you get to that point, that's your last sort of life or that's your last time because it's like, okay, well, I guess I've clocked this. I've got rid of all my defilements. If anything, it could be like, oh, shit, I lost all my defilements. Like, now I don't have anything to be on earth for. Like, that could even be, a, 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 you know, like, ah, oh, ruined the game. Now I don't get to play another thousand lives, you know, and That's fall a into point, it. you know. Um, Seriously, you don't know because how do we know that? Yeah. How do we know it's not that? We're striving for enlightenment. Maybe we're all enlightened and we're choosing not to be so perfectly and so beautifully because we're choosing it. We're definitely choosing it. We're all choosing not to experience enlightenment in every present moment and rather stay in either the past or the future. Now, from my meditation or that, I know when I'm choosing to stay present, when I'm just choosing to just chill. Mm. And a lot of the time I do that now. I sit in chill and don't even meditate either one, but I'm just sitting there. Well, that's, bro, my mind is firing off right now because there's so many points that I want to bring up in this conversation and I'm like, wow. Go for it. Oh, bro. Um, But what you're talking about is basically yoga because I learned recently. Yes. I mean, I kind of knew this, but then I forgot that yoga is not, I mean, people think of yoga as, oh, I'm doing these positions, asanas, but yoga is It changes your life. Yeah, it's a... It means union. Like it's yeah. in the yes. Mahabharata, uh, Krishna speaks about this and um, there are different types of yoga, but they all are around putting yourself in this state of mind where you are essentially in the place that yeah. you were talking about. It's about the cessation of the fluctuations in your mind. That's, that's, what, it's, that's what it's healing. Yeah. And, it, and I'm a walking example of it. At, bro, well said. Bro, um, another thing I really wanted to bring up, man. Um, first of all, just one observation I, I just had. You really got big feet, man. Usually, <laughs> I, I brag about how... Show, show, the, show the world how big your feet are. Usually, yeah. I brag about how big my... Well, <sighs> how big my feet are, all right? They're pretty big. Bro, you have fucking huge feet. <laughs> Damn, brother. Yeah. And you're at, so you can't see, but the guy's like six foot seven. Well, um, yeah, that's, <sighs> that's why I'm trying to stay yeah. down. Otherwise, least, I'm up here. I'm, so. I'm long where I count. But anyway. Uh, and I'm actually, you know, haven't got, haven't got the... Um, what is it? But... Uh, the word when it's in com- in yeah incongruence. So What's like the word? In I can't think of it. In proportion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Proportion. Yeah. No, I'm just average. Like you would have thought. Like, well, it must be packing then. You know? Yeah. Okay. But well, no, no. Okay, so in proportion. That that's good. Not at Bro, all. Bro. Okay. So this this relates to us as artists and whatnot, right? Because we're artists. You're a you're a poet. Yes. Yeah, so I've I've written sh- sh- 150 yeah. sonnets yeah, in this form yeah, of Shakespeare. Yes, of course. And I am mm-hmm. um, I am I dabble in many things, being mm-hmm. the uh, the What's the word that... Oh, thespian. That's what the oh, uh, real actor... thespian or yeah. an avant-garde? Are you avant-garde? An avant-garde? Yeah, see, I'm a real actor because I use big words like that. But here's the thing, right? There's this concept of in performing, right? Or trying to make it in the in- industry where you fake it till you make it. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And yeah, I, a lot I think of it that has that. a lot of relevance, right? Of course it does. Because there's one approach. Because I really, I really get this. There's this attitude where you have to... Um, be something like there's this line from one of my favorite movies right uh, where it's I, I think George Clooney says um, just do it and get the courage to do it after you've done it it's this mindset yeah. where it's kind of like you pretend that you've already oh you don't pretend you already have done it yeah. and then you get the courage to do it it's a way of tricking yourself into being the person you need to be to yeah. get what you want and I look at faking it till you make it as that mindset it's kind of like you know I'm just going to act as if I am that person I am that star right but I think the disconnect happens when you are being disingenuous with yourself and then you start doing things that, like, for instance, you start selling yourself in the wrong way. It's like, oh, how many people are you going to have at your concert? Oh, you know, I'm going to have a thousand. I'm a rock star. And then 
you know, the, the, the booking agent is expecting that shit and you're being disingenuous. So there's an element where you have to believe in yourself, right? Yeah. But not to the point where you actually lie to yourself because the well, word believe, you know, there's this yeah. concept that within the word believe, there's the word lie. Ah, so no, it's, of, yeah, so I, I, it's like, Don't even, that's the thing. That's too much in the head. Like, I love that. Trust sure. me. I, I used to I write poems all starting with the letter A back when I was on meth. Like, I'd seriously okay. sit there and do that. You know, I was that focused and I love So, so don't get me wrong. Anytime I hear those things, I'm like, ah, cool. You know, yeah, it does have that. And, you know, love is evil and blah, blah, blah you know, backwards or whatever. It's not the oh, same spelling, but yeah, it's an yeah. M&M line. Anyway, sure. point yeah. is, I love all that, but don't get caught up in any of that. You shouldn't believe anything or lie or anything. You're just being you. You're just being yourself, right? And so so people say to me all the time, so do you believe in God or do you believe in this or do you believe in... I'm like, I don't believe. I just know shit in my body, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, like, you know, the word for that, it actually was a form of that. It's like, that's fine. That's history. That's etymology. That's great. That's that's in its place. But that's in, if I classify that in my lawyer brain, it doesn't help me. Where is that in my heart? Where is that in my body? Absolutely. You know? I like how you make the distinction there between your lawyer brain and your heart. Yeah. The two different kinds of thinking in my world. It's, yeah. it's a classification brain. The yeah. monkey mind or the, whatever you want to call it, our minds. Logical. Le- right? Left brain versus our brains. right brain. Yeah. Okay. But we need to get down. The biggest journey you'll take, the most arduous journey, is the one from your head to your heart. Absolutely. But once you get there, you can sit there. Yeah. And you still get to use your clever brain, but you're using your heart as the, your heart is the master now. You see? And it is. I always say this. The mind is now its servant. Yeah. Okay, this is Osho talk. You know? This is, I resonate with Osho. You yeah. know, for a long time, I used to be like, Osho's speaking shit, you know, because I was all about Mr. Intellectual. Then I reached the point where I started not trying to make sense of what he was saying. Yeah, feeling just it here, understanding right? that after. it's, he says, like, he says it's silence is, between words. Absolutely. And I, I wanted to draw some Osho in regards to what you were saying there, that the heart, the anaharta to me is at the, the seat of consciousness. Mm-hmm. It's like within the- uh, Yeah, that's where you, know, you operate from. Absolutely. And a lot of people think about how, you know, head intelligence or essentially, you know, I, I, a lot of people look at the crown as being, the, you know, like the uh, the, the master, yeah. the crown chakra, right? But yeah. I I say the heart is the master because without the heart, you cannot move into the higher. Correct. It's, it's like the heart is the first one that you yeah. clock that's like really hard, right? You, yeah. Your heart has to crack open, basically. Mm. And once your heart cracks open, then yes, your kundalini can rise up and you can hit the crown chakra. That's right? what I'm talking about. But once you hit the crown chakra, you don't dwell in the crown chakra. You just dwell in bliss. And that bliss is love and, and gratitude and c- compassion and all those sort of things. So, you've come back to the heart. You see, you're not, yeah. yeah. So the crown was used, but then you just, you know, come back and it's not a decline or a, or a drop down or a demotion. It's just, that's where you're, like you said, that's where universal consciousness um, comes in. Yeah. Your heartbeat, your electromagneticness, you know, yeah. like it's all energy, but that's the, that's the, what's the word? Like the, the incubator or something. Absolutely. Yeah. Dropping some powerful metaphysical lyrical. <laughs> knowledge right now that's what i do on the crucial journey but uh bro let's get into some technology right now because one of the things that i've been watching over the last few months right affect art affect what we do as artists oh you're talking about ai you know it brother yeah man oh i've got a perfect one for you yeah it's beautiful i would love to get your thought because okay i mean so all right all right so how okay this is the question because i i I thought about this question i know what you i know that you already know the answer to my question even though i haven't said about i I gotta at least like say it so people yeah go for it even thought to this question right as an artist how do you feel about artificial intelligence affecting your ability to do art? Do you okay. think it's going to steal your yeah, work? I did because I heard that. And this is what I do. I heard that argument about drawing 
and how kids aren't going to want to draw anymore because AI can just make pictures for them, okay? And I was like, fuck yeah, that's 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 sad. That's really sad because, you know, like- yeah. See this shit right now? I got mid-journey on right now, right? That shit has just been generated by someone typing text. Like, it's just, this it's this amazing technology that uses AI, right? And it just generates images, the most incredible images, just by typing ideas. And yeah. Some of them like real high quality resolution and stuff. And anyway, oh, no. what I do is instead, oh, if I just like, if I'm just thinking of Shiva, I just write Shiva in and just look at cool, cool pictures of him. Or like, if I'm thinking of, um, I don't know, um, the snow, I'm just writing like Alps, like Swiss Alps or something, and just see awesome photos, a Swiss Alps sunset or something. You know, I see amazing photos sure. of that. Unicorns, and I just look at that. You know what I mean? Like whatever it is, I, I, I think I just Google images it. That's my AI, right? I, okay. okay. But to be, to be honest, the thing I found about this, that once I thought about that drawing thing, sure. the next thing that came to me, because again, so what happens is I had that drawing thing, I heard about it, and I didn't make a decision about it, but I was just wondering about it, you know? Okay. And this is what I do. I just sit with something. I don't have to decide. Then the next time it comes up, we're at this girl's house with my mate and they're, they're loving it. And she's into AI and all this kind of stuff. And I just said, but what about this drawing thing? Like kids aren't going to be drawing anymore and whatever. And she, they made their, their comments about it and whatever. Then I showed her a sonnet because I have written 150 <laughs> sonnets in the form of Shakespeare. Oh, and wow. Yeah, I, I can, I I can you read you one. No, I'll read you one if we yeah, get time. I'd, yeah, I'd love to. Um, but so she said, oh, I'm going to write you a sonnet. I'm gonna, or not me a sonnet, but I'm going to write a sonnet. See, let's see how it works. And so next time yeah. well, she sent it to me, like, you know, a few days later. And then when I was at her house, I was going through it. And I, and I noticed that it didn't rhyme the right way. It was... So a sonnet is ten syllables, but it has to go like da 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 da. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Right? Okay. I now, did not know this. Yeah, it's yeah. like you know. Um, I know the birds of all the waking hours, while those ah. who sleep think they all wake at six. I hear their calls like languages of ours, encoded in the forestry as riffs. Okay, do you see how that rhymes? That's mine. I do. That's not even Shakespeare. That's me. Damn son. Um, Spitting the lyrical and then, fire. Okay, and so in doing that, there's actually it's a da dum da dum da dum da dum da dum. So you can't have emphasis the other way. It's a it's a very intricate way of doing it. That's sure. how he wrote his plays and everything. Sometimes they didn't rhyme like sonnets do, but that's how he wrote in iambic pentameter. Okay. Sure. AI wrote sonnets in 10 syllables each line and they did the rhyming structure right, but it could not figure out iambic and probably about five of the 14 lines were not done in the way that you could call it a sonnet. Like what it was- of Chat PT was this, bro? Because this shit has, has been, I'm sure has been fixed since then, man. I mean- I'd love to this- talk to them and tell them yeah. that what they're doing wrong. They're doing right? You know, because- Seriously, because it's wrong. It's And any scholar or whatever, anyone that knows about these, they know I'm not talking shit. Sure. It's, it's not a- I'm not making this up or being oh, pedantic. I'm not it's literally the way yeah. they have to be written. Like you can't yeah. say, like to be or not to be, that is the question, you see? They're sure. all written like that. Sure. The interesting thing about uh, well, AI, one of the things it's actually really good at doing- oh, Actually, Shakespeare used to yeah. put them in the wrong order at some point to indicate a shift in that the character's like thought process or something. It was literally like a marker in the, in the script, okay. a stage direction. That's how clear it is that you can't use it unless you're choosing to make a statement. But these were oh. just incorrectly used, you see? I would have actually been more impressed by the AI if it went against the rules of- Iambic pentameter, what's the goal? Mm. Yeah. And actually did something, made more errors. Because one of the things this stuff is really good at doing, right? This is ChatGPT4 and so forth, is actually adhering to rules and so forth. Mm. Like the one of the key uh, things about ChatGPT is its ability to uh, to do language. Like, the, like mm. they, they found out recently, right? Um, they got it to learn. I can't remember what language it was. Like just through l- looking at some few sentences and 
the the creators were really impressed by it. They it was started behaving and being able to do things that they weren't aware of. Like right. this thing's ability to uh, to transcribe from one language to another and stick to rules is actually it's one of the coolest things about it. Um, but you know, like with anything, I'm sure it makes errors and whatnot. Yeah, but this is actually like you said, it's probably a good thing that it makes errors because it proves that it's using a a system that it wants to figure it out. Right, because if it was just using a verbatim plugin, it means that it's not interested in the answer. It's just plugging in a different kind of algorithm, script, yeah. whatever the words are. I don't know. Okay, so it's actually good that this thing happens. So it gets it a bit wrong because it's using a an active brain, and yeah. then it will start getting that right, and then that recalibration. Th- this is powerful, th- this is see? the crazy thing about it, right? It's actually it's modeled off of a new like it's got some neural net model, right? Where it's supposed to be simulating the human mind. And I'm not going to go deeper than that. But what I get from this is that it's trying to behave like a human mind. So, in the same way that human beings, right, are not perfect, you see Correct. elements within this thing sense. that reflect consciousness, you know. And this is the thing. I'm always very, very apprehensive about using the word consciousness because... I'm like, not, I, I say it all the time. Yeah, I, know, I say no, it but in relation like even to with my girl. I'm like, yeah. you're so conscious. Things, I, don't, I want to be conscious about these and. Yeah. What it meant was in relation to artificial intelligence, because it's like, how do you, how do we even define what is conscious, right? You can't. Yeah, because there is one view that consciousness is within everything, which makes me think, well, is there consciousness within the zeros and ones that make up code? Fuck, is there an emergence thing. of awareness that comes from sophistication? Because if everything has consciousness, then perhaps when something becomes sufficiently advanced, right? Then it takes on the the realm, the veil of sentience, and <sighs> I don't know, you, you start looking at that. That's huge, bro. That is yeah. that's that's that's, that's going to do my heading because absolutely, I, I'd like to think that it's that um, we just anthropomorphize things because we're humans, right? So mm-hmm. it means that we 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 can't get our head around the fact that a computer could have a consciousness because we expect it to be human in order to do that, and in, in the absence of flesh and blood or something, we just don't think it's possible, but. It's like the whole earth or the whole universe is an organism because it's a single cell, blah, 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 that ha- it has the p- same properties of an organism, but we just don't consider Absolutely. it to be that. But as you are and as I am and as the earth is, so is the universe and organism. So is the bee. So is the insect, you see? So it's just like a that in that sense, I say, yeah, it could have consciousness. Mm-hmm. But for it to become something else and then say, for instance, to be able to tap into um, cosmic universal consciousness of like the Akashic records and karma have yeah. its own karma. I'm not sure. Can it have its own karma and its own journey of a soul? There you go. Has these it got are, a soul? Absolutely. That's my question to you. These are the concepts that I think Like about I answered well. yeah. your question with a question, which is, does it have a soul? Damn, I was not expect. You see, I wasn't expecting this kind of level of conversation. Bro. I know, bro. I, I, I was expecting art and whatnot, bro. This, this is this is some deep this shit. This is you the shit important. Yeah. You know? like I'll tell you the rest. I've, I've been a lawyer in the past too. Robs me of my soul. I'd love to be able to help more people in the law field, but I just can't. It's not my passion. So the same as guitar. It's just I just can't do it. Right. So I do other things. I try and help people in other ways. And if people do have a law problem, I get them to a good lawyer or something like that. But I just I don't want to hear about it much. You know? Yeah. Then there's acting that's gone. I've done promo, I've done all these other things. So, just basically, I'm 39 and I've done, I've lived a thousand lives in my own time on this earth, like this time, it feels like. Yeah. So, that's, anyway, so that's where- I certainly see that. Intro yeah. done. Since okay? I've no, yeah. Intro we're, done. We're, we're, we're three quarters 40, into the, the podcast 40, and your intro, that was just 46 the minute intro. But bro, you know, you got me thinking, uh, just in terms of what you're saying about being a lawyer, right? 
Um, this is all connected because okay. you know one of the things yeah. here. So we got that question: Does it have a soul? Yeah, yeah it doesn't have question. a soul. This is just this is some random point. One of the things I found really fascinating, right? This, j- just in regards to how fast this consciousness called AI is evolving, is the improvement. When this thing was first launched, right, like yeah. shortly after, it, it was able to take some kind of bar exam, all right, and it passed this. Whoa. Now, it scored within, I can't remember what the score was, but it was more on the lower end of people that passed the bar, right? Yeah. Now, recently, this is about a little over a month ago, it retook it. So, this is, you know, yeah. several months so later. studied more and recalibrate. And it got within the top percentile of this thing. So, <laughs> this thing was able to take the bar, ChatGPT. Yeah. And actually get within the top percentage of people that actually pass that. And this is within the space of three months. Now, you have a look at how fast this technology is progressing. And we are at we are at what we call, I, I, I would call the technological singularity. Where there's this exponential growth. Because you yeah. have, a, I mean, I'm yeah. just watching some of the stuff that's come out. I mean, there's, there's this thing called mid-journey, right? Which all of the artists, all the graphic designers are going crazy about it. In terms of what it can do. And... When this thing first launched, I mean, it was freaking amazing. And now they're up to Mint Journey 5, 6. I think this is the 6th version. And it's doing stuff that is... I mean, we got photo near photorealistic images now being generated with this AR technology. Why, why, and, like, why do you... Yeah, okay, what's the point? What's the, my, my what's point the thing with just, the soul? Well, it's just, it, well, just in terms of how fast this thing is growing. Like, it's yeah. getting better. And I guess the, that's, the thing If anything, to me, that's concerning. How it's going to affect right? hu- humanity. It's concerning because it is going to affect humanity. And that's yeah. the thing, right? Because no one's ascended enough to see it for what it is, which is just like another distraction. It's just more distraction, bro. You say it's a distraction, but how? What if it's whatever the thing is, whatever it is that we we are, what we what we do, like okay. allowing us to. Pretty much, it's this. Whatever the thing is that you um, are talking about with everyone at that time, that mm-hmm. is media giving you something to talk about at that time. I'm not sure how that relates to to artificial. We're talking about AI all the time now because yeah. Chat PT or whatever is coming and all this stuff, right? Yeah. And so now that's become part of the mainstream vernacular, and people are now fearing it because really, sure. what your question becomes I'm not is fearing it. no, but no, but the questions around <laughs> yeah. this, and maybe you're not, sure. but well, either way, either way, if you're fearing it or you're or you're um, mm. loving it and expecting it and like, can't wait for it to come through and you're excited about it, that means that they've got you. They've either got you with fear or excitement. Okay, but they've got you. Now you're you're subscribed to what's going on. Okay? The only thing I'm subscribed to is an efflorescence of consciousness, wanting to grow and get better at it's things. It's all that within I do. you. You don't need to. I, no, like, as there, in, there I don't are... need anything on a computer screen. I don't need sure. to ever see a computer screen ever again. What, what, I have got everything I need right here inside. Sure. What, do you see? How do you feel about books? How do you feel about anything within this? Uh, within the, I don't uh, read much either. World. I actually, so, my know. yoga training that I did, the teacher training, okay. and now I teach. But like my study, like the, you know, a yogi should be doing a lot of self-study. Like my girl, she's always got her books out and she has a read and she's, she's done like 10 Hare Krishna village. Like she's done her yeah. yoga teacher training. She teaches, right? And she's still reading and still learning the Sanskrit for things and blah, blah, blah. I just don't, I don't, don't do any of that. You I, know? I, I think I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Is, are you familiar with the phrase um, to, to live in the world, but to not be of it? Yes, yeah, exactly. That's yeah, from conversations well, with yeah, God. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the balance because yeah. on one hand, I think your correct me if I'm wrong. Like your your approach to this is, I don't need anything within the physical world because I'm completely exactly. I'm right? not. I'm and not my, attached. I'm my not my, attached approach, to my my approach is kind of like there are goals. 
in my conscious mind that I want to achieve in this world. And, and I, I'll speak from experience. And I'll tell you what, that's why you've yeah. done 100 podcasts already, you know? That's, <laughs> no, seriously, because you're driven. And, you're, and you, yeah. so you get things done that way. Sure. I get, I've done three concerts and they've been lackluster, but hey, we, we had fun. Absolutely. Because that's, me? yeah, that's Absolutely. all my output is, but it's my output. This is know? so relevant, man, to what I talk about a lot on this podcast, because have you, have you heard of, one of my, my favorite book, just so you know, this is relevant, is um, The War of Art, not to be confused no, with The I Art of War. No, I haven't <laughs> heard The War of Art. That, I heard that first recommended probably 10 years ago on Joe Rogan's podcast, who's talking mm. about how John Mayer, um, you know, recommended the book or something like that. And then Joe Rogan started re- promoting this thing. And it was constantly talk about this thing, this this book, right? About it's the approach to doing art, creating work. And there are some people that have this mindset where, like, when you're creating art, you want to create something that's going to be received by the masses, that's going to achieve a particular result, as opposed to working from a place of detachment where you are doing it because you love doing yeah. it. And this this is the mindset of the, the artist in the war of art. Like, let me tell you, that's a perfect thing to say about this, right? So, sure. So the other day I was at Ceres, is an environmental park, just a beautiful park that I, you know, actually okay. met, met these people that I was there with. They're like, she's like my sister. She's fourteen, and um, her mum, who's like a bit older than me, and we're just, you know, not intimate. We're just like, I'm like the uncle to the family, you know. Sure. She's got three kids, and so we were there at the park, and um, I drew this thing. I just drew like we we're just playing with her textures, uh, my textures and her pencils, and you know I had my scrapbook in the castle. I'm like, oh, I got my scrapbook. I'll, I'll go get it, you know. And so we were drawing stuff, and I drew this. Here it is. All right, see that butterfly there? That's see that man. butterfly and some flowers. All right. Let's see if we can show that. All right. So I just drew. Yeah, I wrote. I put. I tagged vegan. I just wrote what? Choose flowers. And then I put that on my story. See that butterfly there? Right. The next day, I go into um, Barclay Square because I'm just finished teaching yoga and it's just around the corner from there in Brunswick and I go there and um, <laughs> I go into the, the jewellery stand of course I check it out and see what you know maybe get an earring or something like that and the only one there that I actually resonated with to buy like the, the, you know a few that were nice but I was just like nah not me not me, not me mm-hmm. was this butterfly right and if you see it it's blue you see that yeah, man, so right. that, yeah. that was the next morning Right. The next morning, I see that and I buy that and I put it on. And I went to see my friends and I'd drawn the butterfly with them. I'm like, yo, so much just happened, bro. I got it. Um, and showed them, you know, so like that's how my world's existing at the moment. You see that, like, how can I want for anything different? Like, I drew the, the thing into existence and then now it's on my ear, like, soon. You know, there'll be another thing about butterflies or there's turtles or, you know, I've got a turtle tattoo and my friend buys me this turtle and it's so beautiful and now I have him around with me. And so, he's bringing me stuff and, you know. Absolutely. It's just, you know, and someone's going to see it and be like, oh, is that a turtle? That's so cool. And then I'll have an interaction with them and it's beautiful. And It's you, totally organic. Do you, you understand? understand? Like, I, I do. And that's the attitude within the, the war of art, like to be working for, it's called being a hack anytime you're working towards a, a particular goal. Like you're doing something because you want a response from it. Like in psychology, you call this uh, telic versus paratelic. Like when you're in a state where you're just in the moment, you're not thinking about what's going to happen, you're just enjoying it. Like a martial artist that isn't thinking about what their opponent is going to yeah. do, is just responding without knowing. Yes. Or someone that flow. is playful. Yeah, flow it's state. Flow. That's in flow state, you don't about. want you're, for anything. In flow state, absolutely. you want for everything, but yeah. you get what you get and you love that. I totally see. That's what you want for in flow state, for yeah. things to just go as flowy as they can. Sure. And they do. 
And that's what that's what I love about you, brother. You are in so so much flow, so much uh, what I'd call the you know the art of the the, the path of the artist, right? Yeah. Because you're in this um, very right brain intuitive well, state that you yeah. don't feel any kind of um, need to want things. You know, you're no. constant. And I'm at this place where I'm trying I'm I'm ba- trying to balance these things because there's certain goals that I do want I want to achieve, and I'm not at the place where I feel. Like, whatever happens is fine. Like, I, cool. there are things that happen in this world that do. Anyone that has been listening to my podcast knows that I have a, a chip in my shoulder when it comes to, uh, you know, the shit that's been going on in the last few yeah. years. And I just, I don't want to argue I, with anyone about it, you know? I get that. Because be I'll be projecting some kind of fear or something onto it. Yeah. The, the trick, though, is that by not, I mean, the tricky thing, just I felt like I had to mention this, is that by yeah. not um, standing up against things, you know, like, the, I, I'm a big fan of know. Martin Luther King and all that sure. kind of stuff. And, and yeah, but yeah, but then I got to let all that go, bro. Because mm-hmm. you're going to say by not standing up for things, things aren't yeah. going to change. I don't oh, need yeah, things to change. As they are, is perfect. You see what I mean? The whole world, the whole universe, as it all is. You can say there's fear and there's greed and there's sadness and there's poverty and all that, but I just see love and beauty and people that are going on their karmic journeys, and that's what they've chosen. That's their the group consciousness has now put itself in a place where we are at forces that are satanic, you know, and they are leading the universe. It's like people go, oh, nature's so beautiful, you know, and then humans come along and ruin it. I'm like. No, that's nature. Nature is that a, a specimen within the, the within the world is ruining it. That is nature, and I, you, you better get cool with that because that's where we're at. Okay, we might have been in a utopia at some point, and we would have been cool with that. But I guess I bet you you wouldn't have been because you're not cool with this. No one's cool with anything. You know, you got to get cool with it all. Everyone does, and that's when the things will start to change. Right? Mm. You got to accept things beautifully as they are, or else. Like you, you say, do I want for anything, right? I was going to tell you. Sure. Do I want for anything? Do I want wake up at the beach to become more than, like there was three people on Saturday. Do I want it to be 30? Do I want it to be 300? Sure. But if I don't sit there with those three people and enjoy the hell out of that moment, then it's not going to matter whether there's 30 or 300, bro, because it's just numbers. And I'm going to be sitting there seeing the 300 and you're going to go, hey, look at this. You've got 300 people here today, bro. And I'm going to go, I wish there was 3,000. Well said. Do you see? And I'm not going to appreciate any of it. Spoken like a yogi. Spoken like a yogi, brother. Let me ask you this, because this came to my mind when I was hearing you talk about this, which is a common th- theme that runs through my mind. How would you describe the human condition, life, everything that we're experiencing in one word? We're just humans. In one word. Um, sad. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I... For the Someone, most part, it's sad. Yeah, this this girl I was dating some time back, she, she mentioned the word more. I'll, right? t- I'll tell you which, why it's which sad. Is, it, which, which is sad, which is, can I, let me just say yeah. this. It's because we all, we're not never satisfied exactly. with what we and have. That's and that's sad. what's sad. That's sad. That's what leads exactly. to all the problems, right? That's right. And that's what I got from what you're saying. When you're in a state of yoga, right, union, you do not, you're not in the state of want. You're in a state of perfect harmony. Correct. Whatever you, yeah. Yeah. You're in a full acceptance of what will come, what Absolutely. has come. What's come before you, you, and you're actually in full gratitude for it all too. Absolutely, literally, like it's it oozes from you. Yeah, but right now, I would say that you are in a in a super awesome, you know, beyond yogic state because you're in love, right? And I'm in love too, and I'm in love. <laughs> Seriously, I, I, and yeah, even without being in love, I've said to mates recently, like, so if, just so you know, if anything was to happen to me, just know that I've like, you know, I'm, I'm in a, an absolutely beautiful place, and I don't even know why I'm saying it, but just so you know, like, if anything was to happen down the line, just know that. I got there, you know, got to where I, want, I was always trying to get to. 
but yes, I'm in love. I'm, Absolutely. Oh my goodness. And you know, it's about the universe giving you what you you know, like what you need when the time that you can handle it or whatever. Absolutely. Because you know, she's um, she's full on and she's this amazing being and this uh, like just such a beautiful presence and powerful and all this kind of stuff and to make me go like who me like but then it's like fucking oath me like of course look 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 what you are too you know and so it's this perfect union where we're just not getting carried away or anything but just also getting totally carried away in it but it's like it's fine you know it's so conscious and so um communicative and flowy and free free feeling that you know, that's perfect man. all at once it's ridiculous how did you feel when you first met this person that you love like when you first met her what was the sensation that overcame you like oh well because we weren't we weren't intimate in that sense like you know like whatever like as in to see that there's something to be you know sure. for her to be my girl um for months like we just sort of saw each other from afar and whatever but i just had mm-hmm. a beautiful appreciation for her i just thought she was an amazing you know, amazing, flowing, lovely girl. She dances beautifully. And she's just kind and friendly, and she's a yogi. And we had talked about that kind of stuff. And I just, mm. but I hadn't had any intention of like trying to seek to covet that or anything. I just yeah. didn't even think she was for me. I just thought she was just beautiful. Yeah, because I, I don't go there with all that anymore. With it, like aiming, to, you know. That's the perfect yogic answer. Because what I thought, I, I read this uh, passage just a while ago that when you meet the person that is for you. Right, the feeling that you have is a feeling of calm rather than a feeling of nervousness, and like you know how you get anxious sometimes when you're around. And it was powerful, so much calm because so much. Yeah, it's like you know that that's the yogic state. It's like you know it is right as opposed to like all this kind of like there is so much calm, but there's also so much mania. Like we're both manic, right? But we also have the calm. It's like I'm telling you, it's like it. So yeah, you do feel calm though, definitely. Like as in when she took my hand, like. Because that's what happened. She kind of took my hand, like, and I was like, "Oh, okay, maybe she's." And then we end up like crossing fingers, and I was like, "Oh, hang on a second. Well, no, she doesn't. Surely this, she's flowy and friendly and whatever. She doesn't do this with, you know? Does she do this with fun? Yeah, you know, like, what's going on here? Yeah. yeah and but but so there was apprehension in that sense, but not much. It was more like once I actually knew that she was like returning the or you know wanting to return, wanting yeah. something reciprocated, and I was almost called to action by it, and I was like. Yeah. Well, of course, because if, if you're, I mean, <laughs> look yeah. at you, look who you are, of course, I already have such appreciation for you. If you find me any in any way, like, attractive, well, then, you know, my answer was 100% a yes in that sense, but I was called to it. So, I guess there was a bit of apprehension until I realized if it was true or not. But then once it was, but it's like, oh, so are you happy that Desi likes you? It's kind of like, I don't know. I hadn't considered that. And so, there was that apprehension there. And then once I was like, well, yeah, and I noticed that it was a mutual thing. That happened pretty quick, so there wasn't another time for me to be like, oh, please, I hope that it's actually true, because it was confirmed for quite quickly. And then once it was confirmed, bro, the calm, like you say, was just there. It was just like I was home. I just felt like like resting in her head and or her, her neck or whatever, like I'm just putting my head there, is like a pillow to, to my soul. That is so beautiful, man. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I love the idea that worries a lot of people are looking for someone that excites them, they can get this and that out of. I like... This idea that you're looking, I'm looking for someone that I can just be myself around, just Absolutely. be calm around. And I feel like I'm being more myself than with anyone. I'm not talking yeah. about like having to be able to fight in front of someone or something. I'm just, <laughs> no, like seriously, like not yeah, that that's part you, of this. I'm just saying it's in this way that where you're just like able to be seen and to see someone and for that to be appreciated and vice versa, you know? Absolutely. Just with like, no, because the communication's so good, you just know that the seeing is happening in a good way. Bro, we have just 
gone through like an absolute whirlwind of amazing talent. And we got to love at the end. Which is yeah, we've gone from like life to AI to to love and many other things in between. And bro, whereas I had a whole bunch of questions, you know, because we're, we're, we're just, what were they? Let's see. Oh man, maybe I, do a fast. I, I don't know. Well, I want to. Do you have time? I want to keep this to an hour. Where, where are we at? Because uh, I use this uh, AI program that chops up everything. You know, ah, okay. special. <laughs> So it's me a bit hour, and also it might um might kind of just uh. Wow, well, you did a lot over. of notes, bro. That's heaps. Yeah, man. I, yeah, let um, me see. Let me see. <laughs> yeah. uh, bro, I you know I think I covered most of this stuff. You know, I, I think I had uh, some silly. How do people stuff, get right? a hold of you? Love the work you're doing. That's a good way to finish. Um, oh yeah, that's that's what I wanted to mention. In fact, let's skip everything else, bro. Um, how do people get a hold of you, brother? The the you best are- way is to just add me on Instagram, Tommy TK. So Tommy TKAY. I'll put the links below. Tommy K, you are a scholar. Tommy's life. You are a gentleman. You are a deep, powerful thinker. And you are also in that blissful yogic state, which is a rare quality to have in this world. So it is a pleasure to call you my friend, my man. Yeah, my I man. love you, bro. I love you so I love you too, brother. <laughs> my how man. Good, how good was this? You know? It was awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it, Tommy K. This has been um, an absolute pleasure, brother. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's, I've been absolute doing this podcast pleasure. for a going on 10 years now man so wow. um, this is like so a it's 10 more year than 100 anniversary. It's yeah. a, that's right it was a 10 and, year anniversary uh, it is a pleasure man to uh, to have quality conversations like this so once again so thanks for coming good, on man. the crystal journey ladies and gentlemen if you want to get a hold of this guy put, i'll put the details below be sure to check us out remember there are three things that cannot remain hidden for long the sun the moon and the wisdomatic truth bombs of the chocolate newbie and soul brother yeah. peace be upon your butt cheeks peace in the middle east suri namaskar oh. third eye love signing out your boy chris Shul. Oh man, that was dope. That was dope.